You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph and I have a guest here with me today. So I am going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and let you know where you can find her online. Hi, everyone. Hi, Steph. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Janice, and I live on the Big Island of Hawaii, and I my title is the Kahuna Wisdom Keeper, which means that I blend, or oh, Kahuna in Hawaii means um, like a shaman, priest, priestess, and so that comes from my lineage uh, from my mother's side. And so I do that and I blend it like with energy healing and clairvoyant guidance. And I help women transform their ancestral karmic limitations and to connect them to their inner guidance, inner wisdom. So they have, so they can fully express themselves authentically in the world. I love that. And I definitely have not talked to anyone on this podcast yet from Hawaii. That must just be amazing. Ah, Yeah. It's beautiful. It's raining right now, but it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And you have lived in Hawaii your whole life? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Born and raised here. I love that. So how did your path sort of start, especially with uh, your mother, your ancestors passing anything on to you? What was sort of your journey like to get to where you are now? Oh, wow. Well, because it's like in my hit my lineage and everything but growing up it wasn't um accepted my mother and family they went on like the religious route so because of that they were like in fear of like this gift that we had in the family and that my grandfather was this shaman and this kahuna so there was like these like stories you know and so growing up, it was kind of tricky and kind of difficult because I was very sensitive growing up. You know, I I had conversations with my grandmother that's passed. I've never met her before. So I would have these conversations with her and then trying to get like telling my family about that immediately. They're like, oh, that's bad. That's not good that, you know, we don't do that. So I got like shut down. And so like so that kind of made it a bit tricky growing up a bit, a little bit. But not, and so, but my cousins and I all were able, like, to talk about it, but we couldn't, like, talk about it to, like, our parents or, like, anyone else, you know? So, as I, like, was growing up, how I got into this was when I was 16, I got pregnant, actually, to my son at 16, and that kind of, like, ignited, like, my spiritual path, my spiritual journey, because I wanted to... Um, not be like my mother <laughs> so I had I was born with like a um, you know mama wounds uh, a mother wound so because I didn't want to be the mother that I had to my son and raising him so it, it kind of like not forced me but put me on a path that I needed to get my my shit together and so like at the age of 26 like I was 27 30 it was kind of like where I started doing my own healing my own healing work and so and then here I am today so I went to like 
um, a school here for spiritual development. It's the Clairvoyant Center of Hawaii, which was originally based out of like California, uh, Berkeley Psychic Institute in California. And the teacher opened up her own school here in Hawaii. So I ended up joining that and did a lot of my training and all that. And then that's how I healed my karmic wound with my mother and also with the karmic wound of the fear from my family. Wow, that is a fascinating and kind of intense story to not to <laughs> recognize that you have that wound from your mother. You know, it's it's something different when it's like a few generations removed, but when uh-huh. you're in that position of having to break that, you know, one generation removed cycle and say, okay, I do not want to be like my mother. Uh, that is that takes a lot of work. My own mom had to do that with her mom, and it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not an easy route. No very much so no but you know it's not but it you know but now have gone and done this my mother and I relationship is so much better oh my god I just would get yeah just like the other day I was somewhere and they someone knew my mother and they're like oh my god I just love your mom and I was like I know I do too and I just started tearing up because I know our how our path was and how it is now and I just have so much more love and gratitude and just appreciation for my mother and what she's went through, you know, and in really realizing that she was only raising and showing us what she was taught to. She had the same karmic wound in her that got passed down. So I was like, oh, I get it now, you know. I love that. That does not always have a happy ending. To be no. To- have that relationship again with your mom that's so nice yes it, it really 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 is and um so i grateful i just that i just really love enjoying her now you know absolutely yeah so, so but yeah i really yeah coming to yeah. find you for the first time listen to you know you speak your podcast anything and wanted to work with you how do you start what can people expect when they want to sort of heal these own wounds that they have? Well, the way I have a couple of ways that you can start with me. I do these healing packages, which, oh my God, it's been so incredible to do. I've been loving, loving it. Um, these, these three healing packages. And what I do is I use um, tuning forks to help you guide you into your mother's womb to the moment moment that you were conceived and helping you block um, clear any blocks limit ending old agreements old stories limits that got passed down from your mother and your father and from the family that came before you and then I bring that into each um, trimester of your birth so you're like rebirthing yourself to the moment that you were born and then reclaiming your power and bringing that power into your physical body and helping you change all those cells in your physical body through bringing up into like the healing without any of that baggage that's coming through. And so, um, yeah, I offer that those sessions. And, and then I also do, and I also have other, like if you want to do a deeper dives and, um, just you can connect with me. I have a little questionnaire. We can have like a little chit chat to kind of see what what your goals are, where you are at, and you can just reach me. I have like a link trinka link tree account, 
with all my offerings on there and our Facebook or Instagram. And I also have like a Facebook group as well, um, Unapologetically You, uh, where you can get like tips, trainings, tools, you know, questions, all of that. So. I love it. Thank you. I will have everything mm-hmm. linked listeners. So you can find that easily over at whichwednesdays.com. Yes, thank you. And I would like to ask you, cause I don't, I don't know the answer to this cause I am not very versed in Hawaii at all. Really. Um, is anything from your lineage and your practice closed practice? Or is what do it you mean? sort of, is it, is it open or is Kahuna wisdom keeper your title? Is that something that you can only be a part of if that's part of your lineage? Is it a closed no. practice that's not like open to anybody? Or is that something that anybody can kind of pick up and learn and study? Yeah. So I, yes, you can pick up, learn and study. Um, I, I offer like programs for you to get to know your energy and that is like the first step right is for you to know what is your energy then and what is the external world what is coming from the outside world and you being able to you know like know what your energy is so that you can create with your energy and um helping you break through all of that and I also do offer like um, you know, Hawaiian ho'oponopono, like forgiveness. That's kind of one of our practices here in in Hawaii, is um practicing ho'oponopono, which is a forgiveness practice. It helps you like reconcile, you know, help you to let go and move on, like from the past. So I also train on that as well as when you when you're in my program, and so I bring like everything all together um, through a method that I created, like an ancestral cleanup method that I created based on like the school and the training and the spiritual development that I've done and my own personal journey and what worked for me and healing my wound for my mother and for my father and my own personal training, as well as what has been guided like from my ancestors to teach and train, which is that whole ponopono piece. Can you say it again slower? I, I'm tr- I want to, I'm trying to figure out the words in Hawaii. Ho'oponopono. It's to make things right. It's to put things back into order. Um, it's to it reconcile. so beautiful when you say it. I'm just like, oh. it speaks to my soul. <laughs> oh, yay. Mm, there's something probably there for you, Steph. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like it. I was like, so wait, wait, I have to hear that again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, ho'oponopono. Oh, it just sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a beautiful practice. It's really helped me a lot in, along my journey, you know. And speaking of your journey, something else that I wanted to touch on that you sort of specialize in with your healing and clairvoyance uh, is that you are a cancer survivor. Yes, I am. That is amazing. Thank you. A huge struggle. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, That is that is a massive undertaking, and I wish you nothing but health and blessings going forward. Oh, Oh, thank you. Yeah, that journey 
Um, I, when I found that I had cancer, I got diagnosed in 2021 and it was, I like, I've never felt any pain at all. I've never got, I, I didn't feel any pain. What it, what I was guided to do is to my own stuff. <laughs> my, I had to deal with my own things and really sit with myself and really go down to the heart and the deep root of the cancer because it my my family my mother's side especially it runs really deep in my family on my mother's side so I had to like sit down and get down to the root cause of this cancer and I took like the gene test and everything because of like I had so much family members in the past that had breast cancer that um it we didn't have the gene so all of this was all energetic all energy levels wow and so I spent a lot of time like working and disassociating myself with cancer itself and what it meant and the meaning of that and as I said like through the whole journey and the whole process like it was all about me rebirthing myself through this and also like being able to, because of my karmic wound with my mother, being open and receiving my mother, my mother's love and support now, you know, that this journey only helped deepen and strengthen that relationship between her and I. Because cancer is all about like, you know, because it's a breast, it's all about nurturing, right? It's the mother. It's all about the mother. So it's like he even healing that karmic mother wound even deeper. That is quite a journey. Mm-hmm. Very much so. how interconnected that all ends up being. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> not, not, to, <laughs> not to knock modern medicine. Modern medicine is wonderful. You wouldn't have known without all of the tests and everything. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. you need all of the treatments and everything, but that goes along with the spiritual side of it as well they go hand in hand oh absolutely like I've had doctors who wanted like to cut me up as soon as they heard and get their little hands on me and I was like hell no and like uh-uh this is my body and really stand firm and like no I'm gonna make my journey my own journey you're not gonna dictate I get it I respect you your doctors I need you I want to work with you but you're gonna have to work with me this is my journey I'm making the last say what my body is and you know my cousin about 10 years ago, she actually went through the same journey and she like did the same thing. She's like, no, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. So uh, I was like, hmm, we must be related. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, kind of interesting. Do you have anything in your practice and in your work that you do regularly? If that's like daily routine, weekly, um, anything that sort of helps you in your practice? Oh, absolutely. What I like, I have a lot of things that I do, but the one thing that has to be true for me to actually live my life and me be me and do me is it has to, I, I have to have like a hell yes, fuck yes energy in order for me to do it. Like if it's, it, it needs to support my energy. If it's like draining me or I'm like, I'm not sure, you know? I, I, I have to be like, no, that's not, that's not supporting me. So finding the, like the right support and people that I can reach out to and lean on and ask 
because this is a part of my own journey too, right? As as I um, incarnate or evolve as a human, right? As a, uh, and my soul, this is what my soul came down here to learn. And that's something that going through cancer has really helped me learn is reaching out to people and asking for support and asking for love. So for, and so part of my practice is all about like, it has to like really support me and support my energy. And so, yes, I do a lot of meditations in the morning. So I wake up and I do like a lot of like, I first thing in the morning I do is I meditate. I give that space to me before I start giving that space to like anything else, social media, um, getting on my phone or my clients, if they're like calling me or trying to get a hold of me, like I really take the step and the time to really like set my energy first before I give to anything else. Always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It's 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 something that um I I had to be really really diligent and strong at because my normal natural personality is and this is something I had to learn is like really strong boundaries because I'm the type of person that like oh my god because I'm a healer right and I come from this lineage of healers so of course I'm gonna want to give to everyone else and pour my energy into everyone else's cup and then here I am depleted. And so when I went to see like um, an Ayur Ayurvedic specialist, that's what she was saying. She goes, oh, you're really depleted because you kept, you're over giving. So you're, so I had to learn like these boundaries to like, my energy is important. I'm important. I think and I think a lot of women. Everyone need needs to learn. <laughs> yes. Yes, Exactly. And that came from my karmic wound from my mother because, you know, having a karmic wound uh, and having that, especially if you have that with your mom, you tend to wanting to prove yourself, you overgive, right? You, you're, you become a people pleaser. So that's why like having this routine and this practice helps me and helped me break from that. So I don't go back to those old patterns. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thanks. Do you have any advice for beginners, especially those that are looking into ancestor work for the very first time? Yes, I do. Um, and I get this a lot from a lot of people and a lot of clients is to like, not a lot of people are out there saying like, oh, I need to do ancestral work. You know what I mean? It's not something that like people are looking for. A lot of times it shows up, oh, I want to um, make more money or I want to change my health or something will have to happen in your health in order for you to change, right? These deeper root, root problems. But starting ancestral work, it goes to like the deep root cause and a, an advice of when you are doing this work is to trust is to really trust in the process trust in your journey because there is a bigger plan for you and the one key thing as you're going through the journey is to be stable and focused 
and grounded. And so that's a big, big foundation of what I teach and what I practice is like building that really strong foundation for yourself. That is a great practice and great <laughs> tip for beginners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can get taken away from all kinds of stuff, right? Social media, people, doctors, right? And it's really coming back to yourself and knowing your own energy. As I said before, like the, the number one thing is what I really teach is the first foundation of knowing who, your own energy, knowing you, getting to know you, love yourself, and then by then, by there, you can start to really build these really healthy foundation for yourself. How long do you think, first of all, how long did it take you? And how long do you think it usually takes people to sort of get to that point and start learning and being able to trust themselves and their intuition? Um, everyone is different. It depends on like, you, your wounds or what you're working through like for me it took me a while because of my deep wound from my karmic my, my mother wound was I didn't have I didn't believe in myself I didn't trust in myself I didn't, I had a I had a lot of self-doubt but when you're working with the right person and the right coach that really sees you hears you values you and gives you the permission and that's all I needed was just someone to have that and gave me the permissions. I had all the tools already within me, but I didn't believe in myself. So really having that right person next to you, guiding you and supporting, supporting you is a really big, big key because then from there you can like bounce and leap over so many obstacles that you would never have thought that, that you, you would have gotten through, you know? And um, some of the clients that I have, like they get results immediately to um, three months time, six months time. So it's, it's really working with that person say like, okay, where, where are you, where are you now? And where do you want to be? And helping them and guiding them. So I like kind of like guide them because I'm tuning into their higher self and doing, doing the energy work and clairvoyant, tuning into their higher self. And looking at what are they here, they're meant to do in this lifetime. What are they meant to create for themselves in this body, in this life right now? And so, yeah, so it, it really depends on like where you are at and what you're working with and where do you want to be. But definitely having a really good support to help you along that is going to help you get there quicker. Is there anything that somebody should like know or is there a point that they should be at to know that they're ready to take this next step if they there's just a, you know an itch at the back of their brain telling them that there's something that needs healing or how can somebody be ready to know that they're ready to go on this journey well you're gonna get signs repeated as signs your life is gonna feel stuck you're gonna feel like i like inside you're like i know i meant for more and but then every way you you look at every areas of your life, you just feel stuck, and you know that you need to make a really big change. This is not 
normally the time and something will show up in your life. Like, just like when I was mentioning to you just on this podcast, you, and I said, Ho'oponopono, and to you, it like something zinged in you. You're like, ooh, that sounds really nice. That, that's it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. your body tuning into your body. Your body knows. Your spirit knows. That's that deep trust intuition right there. So just by me saying ho'oponopono, you're like, ooh, wow, that sounds great. That sounds so resonant with me. That, that's how you know you're ready for the journey. This is also interesting for me because I feel like this is coming up in areas of my life. I just had somebody that I was talking to that did a life reading that was like, yeah, you've got some stuff coming up on your birth chart about your birth father and your Sagittarius energy coming from him. Cause I'm adopted. So I have no idea who my birth mm-hmm. father is. Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden all this stuff is coming up. I'm like, oh man, this is like the universe giving me signs over and over again. This is what you're talking about. Right. And here I am on your podcast. Hello. <laughs> it's just like another sign another one man yeah right right so it's it's a matter of time when you're gonna pull that trigger and just do it you know so yeah absolutely I will you know I work with a lot of women well my my birth mother was also adopted as well so my 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 real mom my my mom my mom she was adopted so she had a lot of helping her and I seem to find I have a really good friend too I'm helping her go through that as well navigating that so, hey, maybe why I'm, I'm here talking to you. <laughs> uh, it really is amazing how those things continually pop up and you get signs like that. Absolutely. And I believe and I trust that you will know when it's right for you and you know as an authority, as a sovereign being, that you know what is right for you and that, you know, People come to me because they are ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. How far back does it usually go in in your ancestral lineage of, of people that you work with? Because, you know, we're talking about mothers and fathers here, but I mean, it can go pretty far back. Oh, yeah. Really far back. So what uh, what it is, is actually going back from the moment where it shifted or altered something that it, 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 it brought it out of truth. And so from that moment, going back and re, re putting, reconciling, hashing that out, whatever you need to do and bringing that into healing, into an alignment. You know, like for me, my went back generations to the culture itself in Hawaii so it it showed up in me but it started in our culture as far as back in like in 18 in the 1800s there was a big 1889 I believe so there was a big war it was a battle of Ku'umo here and that right there altered and shift the Hawaiian culture. So things like that really does shift the lineage and the line and the blood, uh, everything. You know, it's like slavery, you know, or the Holocaust and all this. Stuff. So it could go back really, really, really back. It could even go back as far as like cultural. Wow. I didn't even think about that, but that makes so much sense. Yes. <laughs> 
very, very interesting practice. Do you find um, a lot of just your, your day-to-day life, your day-to-day practice um, has a lot to do with Hawaii and the culture, sea magic, anything like that? No and yes. Like, um, yes, Hawaii has its set of limits, right? Because of the cultural pain that we all have here, you know, um, because in 1905, we became the United States of, you know, the U.S. territory. And in the back in the day, we couldn't speak our Hawaiian language. So our language was non-existent. We couldn't dance our, our dances. We couldn't sing. So our who are who we were, like our identity to its core was gone. So therefore, when your identity at that core level and that you ground through, right? Um, when that is no longer there, then you're kind of like wandering in the world. Like, who are you? Where do I belong? So going back and healing, healing that from that moment did I answer that question okay I kind of think I went on a tangent (laughs) no no I I love I love tangent so you find yourself a little bit bringing Hawaii back into the things that you're doing yes like going back to the like the deep culture of it the deep meaning of of being Hawaiian and how and like we have this strong thing of aloha right it's in our laws if you looked at, look it up. If you're in Hawaii, you live in Hawaii, it's a law to have aloha. Aloha is this presence of love, receiving love, being generous, being open. And if you live here, you are, it's a, it's a law here to be aloha. And not a lot of people, it's not a discriminatory thing. It's not based on race or color or any of that. What it is, it's a base of just you having love for another person. And you having ultimate respect for another person. And I had this conversation with this woman because she was, she moved here several years ago. She's a white foreigner. And she kind of asked me that, what is your take on that? And I told her, I don't have, I'm not against people coming here. Uh, wh- what it is, is like you, if you have aloha, you have aloha. I can't teach you it. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. You know, that's something that you just haven't possessed and it's non-discriminatory. And she's like, wow, I really like how you put it that way. I go, and that's how it was back in the day. You know, but then after like, if you know the history of Hawaii with Captain James Cook here bringing all the diseases and all that stuff and then you know war and all that it kind of leaves a little you know sting in your mouth a little bit sometimes but once you heal that and you move past that then you can really get to the heart of the the real truth so culture does play a big part of who I am and what I teach and how I express myself I think that sounds beautiful because that's really something that is unique to you. Like I said, I I have not talked to another witch or magic practitioner or clairvoyant, any of those things from Hawaii at all. You are the very first. So, oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. So it's so interesting to talk to you and just understand a little bit more about your culture and how things are there. And you offer a very unique voice to bring to the table. So I love that. Oh, thank you.
yeah it's been a journey let me let me say i think that's like the true of like, the best oh, of us right, <laughs> right. Well, yeah well i didn't wake up in the morning and be like oh i'm gonna be a kahunaism keeper and i'm gonna help heal people's ancestral stuff i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't wake up one day and be like, shaman it is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Well, Denise, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story and letting people know <laughs> a little bit more about Hawaii and just about healing that ancestral wound in general. I think that's really important for growth. And obviously it's coming up a lot in my life. So I need to take notice. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm glad and I'm happy. And thank you for having me on here. It's so awesome to be on here and just share, you know, piece of me and my culture. That's awesome. Oh, appreciate it so much. Listeners, again, I will have everything linked over at Witch Wednesday so you can check it out and get more information um, if this is something that is calling to you right now as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, everything that I have for you this week and I will see you all next week. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.